Hello, welcome to Intercourse with Friends, the show that won't get you friends with benefits, but may well be the climax of your week. I'm your host, Pickle, and with me are my friends, Megan and George. What up? Hello. How's it going, guys? Yeah, I'm going good. Going good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. I've uh, picked a football team, um, which uh, is really good. I've spent about a month brushing up on my football teams and trying to work out which team to support, and I've now got one. It's really exciting. Premier League teams. Yeah, I, f- I feel like I should catch you up because you're both missing a significant amount of information. Okay, so t- to be honest, I have to I have to pick this part. Sorry, no. Did people not support teams from like where they're from? Or did you just analyze every team and then pick the best team? You were the worst kind of supporter. I am. Yeah, I mean, that could be, I could be construed as the worst supporter, but that's not what's happening. And, and, and I can defend myself if I'm allowed. No, you shan't be allowed. Uh, <laughs> Dang it, guys, I knew this would be a tough conversation, tougher than it needs to be. So um, when I was um, born, I was born in Scotland in a little town called Dunfermline. Oh, I know Dunfermline. I've been to Dunfermline. That's this podcast finished then. I didn't realise we had a Scots person in it. I am in actual fact Scottish, contrary to my accent. And um, I can't support Dunfermline Athletic because I don't live there. You're a proud Scotsman. You don't sound like a Scotsman. You don't look like a Scotsman. And you don't even live in Scotland. Yeah, but sometimes I drink iron brew. So. <laughs> the sugar-free one, now. In actual fact, I've got, two, um, I've got two haggis in my freezer for real. I could get them out and send you a picture because um, we celebrate Burns Night with some friends here. We have some Scottish expats and we do Burns. So we're doing that this Saturday. So, What's the plural of haggis? Is it haggai? Haggises? I just want to hear why you're the shittest supporter in the world. Oh, yeah. That's good. Sorry, I derailed the conversation. Let's go. I'll tell you what. I'll start talking and just raise your hand and stop me whenever you're bored, okay? Oh, perfect. Thanks, George. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was crap at football when I was a kid, and I went to a rugby high school, so I played lots of rugby. And I was pretty good at rugby, but I wasn't very good at football. Would you say you're very good at handling balls? Yes, exactly. I'm very good at passing balls backwards, if you know what I'm okay. saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that does sound like euphemism. I mean, that's pretty much rugby, right? I didn't realize they did that at school. Well, yeah, the, t- the teachers were entertaining. So um, I was good at rugby, not good at football. And then as a result of that, I kind of hated football because, you know, all the good people at football were also the bullies. Um, so I just kind of ignored it. And then I got to my adulthood and I hadn't really ever supported a football team. Um, and I've lived in various places and I'm now in a continent that doesn't really have a local sort of team structure. Um, and of course, I'm looking for the best football league to support, and it's Premier League. And then I'm looking through the Premier League, and I'm trying to work out which team to support. And I don't have any natural ties to any of them because I was not from those areas. Didn't you live in Portsmouth for a while? They're not Premier League. <laughs> They're going to kill yeah. you. You you are here. You bring shame to my family. <laughs> they may not kill you because they have to travel to do that. But I, I'm ostracised. Yeah. I'm out of the family already. I, I reckon you're going to have like a fucking polar bear's head in your bed. <laughs> we have got horses in the UK. People do get glassed for less than these conversations. So, yeah, I'm a bit worried. I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore after knowing that you support a team purely through analytical judgment of their of their ability to do well in the Premier League. I wonder how this podcast is still going. This is the third third time maybe that you said to Pickle, I don't want to be a I friend think, anymore. Yeah, I've been fired from this podcast three times now. Yeah. That's great. Mm, I'm just adding it all to my little black book. It, it, yeah, that black book's just stuffed with nothing but my name and reasons why I'm sucking. Um, <laughs> I'm not just picking the team with the best performance, by the way. I'm definitely not going with you know Arsenal, who are currently crushing it in the Premier League. Um, 
I've actually picked a team that's got some good tradition to it that's likely to perform well at some point in the future, but currently it's actually not doing that well. So, you know, give me some credit. So you've gone for the underdog? Uh, not quite the underdog. I don't want to go with a team at the very bottom of the table because the second they drop down, then I, I still want to watch Premier League because the quality of the football is just better. So I'm trying to find a team that, you know, has to try a bit hard, but won't just get kicked out. So before you tell us what team it is, right? You have to tell us what parameters you used to uh, analyze their their goodness. Okay, well, I've gone with ownership. I, um, I, I can't support Newcastle because they're owned by the king of Saudi Arabia, who is a total see you next Tuesday. Um, You've got to be a good steward. I'd go for Wrexham then. Go for Wrexham. Isn't it got those two people from it's sunny in, sunny in Philadelphia? Ryan Reynolds and Rob Mc. L and Eri, whatever his name is. McElhenney? Whatever. I'm not what, Irish. Mac- well, neither is he. He's from LA. Yeah, but he's got an Irish name. <laughs> oh, that makes him Irish, does it? Yeah. Heritage-wise. <laughs> so I want you to, yeah, so go through it, right? And then I'm going to try and guess what team you went for. Okay. Well, it's not Arsenal, although I almost went with Arsenal purely because of this player called Saka, who's got the best knee slides when he scores a goal. His celebrations where he skirts across the pitch, it was just absolutely out, out there, incredible. Um, but that wasn't enough. You couldn't just have one player, because if that player then leaves, then what do you do? Okay. Um, it can't be um, West Ham, because I really hate the colour of their kit, which is really petty, but, you know, that's, that's kind of where we are. This is, a, a, sorry, a slight deviation again, but um, and, and I think I don't think this is an actual true story, but did you guys ever hear that uh, or see that kind of uh, newspaper article about this Newcastle fan that went on safari and got bummed to death by a zebra because he was wearing a black and white Newcastle shirt? Imagine being shagged to death by a zebra. Yeah, it'd be crushing, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think that's quite something. <laughs> anyway. I, I think I know, I think I know who, you're, who you're supporting. Ooh, I'd love to hear your guess. Does it rhyme with... Tottenham Potspur. I uh, know, but they were <laughs> they were a contender. But the problem with Tottenham is that whenever you watch their games, you do other stuff around the house because they're really boring. Oh yeah, I think you. I think you're supporting Brentford. Ooh, interesting. They are doing very well at the moment. The old Brentford bees. But uh, no, incorrect. It's like oh. a game of guess who for sports. You can, you can have another two guesses, and George, you're welcome to join in. Do if they you wear want. glasses? I don't really care about football. Do they work glad <laughs> Some of them do. <laughs> Not on the pitch, though. <laughs> I'll just quickly flick these little icons down. I don't actually know. I don't really follow football, so I don't know any teams in the Premier League. Um, I'm going to say Chelsea. Oh, no, you can't do Chelsea. I'm not from, you know, Square Mile, London. You didn't say it was from where you're from. Um, okay. Uh... No, I, I just can't relate to London bankers. That's the problem. Mm. And I do like the Chelsea uh, Doc Martens. That's, that's true. I mean, that, that's a... That's a link there. Meg- I'm going to seed my guess to Megan so she can have a, a, a second go. I'm going to go with... Um... Use, use, use this guess well, Megan. I earned it. <laughs> I'm going to guess... Uh... Fulham United. No, 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 no. Okay, shall I give up? You can keep going if you want, but um, I'll, I'll, the big reveal um, is, is Liverpool. Oh God! For fuck's sake! Because I love the Beatles, <laughs> as if that's a criteria. <laughs> Do you know what? That's so disappointing. Is it disappointing? Anfield have an amazing tradition, and um, they've got really good songs, and um, the, the the team play with uh, incredible spirit. Uh, 
You're such a you're such a fucking. At least uh, go for Everton or something and go for the underdog, you know. Yeah, go for the underdog. Well, I mean, Liverpool like, are the underdog. They're like eleventh in the table right now. They're struggling. They're ninth. Well, go for the slightly above underdog. <laughs> so Liverpool, <laughs> they're having a bad season. The middle, the middle dog. They are having a I bad season. I purposefully avoided looking up Liverpool because I didn't think you'd be one of those people pickle. Oh my god! I've disappointed Megan four times now. She's she's literally making a note in her little black book right now. I can see her. I am literally. You can see me looking down and making the note. Wow. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you finally told us. It was a bit of a mercy killing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure a lot of people would be interested in this content, but um, (laughs) yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe we could skip this out. But I wanted to get that mercy joke. But I. But I'm very sad to be honest, Pickle. I didn't think you'd be. I didn't think you'd be a sheep like that. There needs to be a compilation over time of uh, <laughs> Megan's Megan's put downs of pickle. Oh my god! I don't think I want to be your friend anymore. I think it was with episode one. That was something else as well. Then. I know. I'm getting used to it. To be honest, I'm getting. Megan, used to it. Megan must have played football in school because she's one of the bullies that you purposely avoided. It's true. <laughs> it is true. I've seen her in a football kit in actual fact. No, I got bullied when I was in school. We were learning how to do tumbles one day. This is a sad story, actually. I probably shouldn't tell it on the podcast, but we were learning how to do tumbles one day in gymnastics. I was really fat uh, when I was a kid. Um, Well, I was fatter, but anyway, (laughs) I couldn't do a tumble. And then when I was walking out of the gym class, I could hear the girls saying, oh, Megan couldn't even do a tumble. And I was like, I'm right here, you motherfuckers. I hope you die. And then I got in trouble. (laughs) I'm only joking. I didn't say that. I think I was like, I I think I said, yeah, I couldn't. And then they were like, <gasps> and then uh, that was it. It was witty, witty repartee. And now I have nightmares about it every night. If it helps, I think you could do a tumble now. In fact, <laughs> the finale of this week's podcast is, or the Instagram video is going to be Megan doing a tumble. Yeah. That would be a great one. That would be a great one to do. Do you mean um, like a forward roll or... Yeah. <laughs> when I hear tumble, I think just like falling over and hurting yourself, which I'm pretty sure anyone can do. No, no, a forward roll. Forward roll. Or, or a somersault, as they might call them here, which is weird because that's actually an airborne thing where I'm from. But over here, it just means a forward roll. A somersault. Yeah, like if you f- do a forward roll but in the air, that's a somersault, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Canadians, for some reason, in my part of the country, call them call a forward roll a somersault, which is super weird. Oh, <laughs> Well, then I can somersault. <laughs> oh, it's your first day of um, gymnastics. You're only two. You're going to do a somersault in a minute. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, this morning was really cold um, here in Ireland and um, all over the island. <laughs> And uh, I thought to myself, do you know, I'm going to need water to defrost the uh, windscreen of my car. So I thought I'm going to go and get some water. So I got some water and uh, put it on my windscreen. Bang. Lo and behold, when I came out, the windscreen was frozen again. Okay. So then my partner was coming out of the the front door and I was like, you need to put more on my windscreen because (laughs) it's frozen over again. And he was like, yeah, no problem. So then he's supposed to be in the car behind me because we're going to two different workplaces. 
And for ages, I just don't see him behind me at all. And I, so I give him a ring and I'm like, so what are you doing? And he was like, well, turns out that I had to go back into the house and get warm water because you were a fucking idiot. <laughs> so I had filled the thing with cold water. So obviously he, he, he put the cold water over his car and then got into his car and it was all frozen again. <laughs> so I thought I was saving him time, but actually I ended up adding like 10 minutes onto his time. So I'm a bit of an idiot. Sabotage in the home. I've never heard of that technique before. I must say, I'm, I, I would normally just like start the car and fire the heat to the windshield and let it do its thing. Yeah, see, in Ireland, we're too impatient because it doesn't happen often where our windscreens freeze over. So pe uh, people just don't think to do things like that. And, and also people don't think, oh, do you know what? I'll go outside 10 minutes early and turn on my car. Oh, remote start is your friend. You've got to try remote start. It's incredible. Oh, yeah, I know. We, we still live in the 1990s when it comes to cars in Ireland. Yeah, I feel like that wouldn't work very well in the UK because the chances of someone hopping in your car once you've, once you've started it and just driving off with it. Mm. I mean, we've just gotten power steering. Instead, we're like, I've got this bottle of cold or warm water. <laughs> I'd actually be a bit nervous. See, I'm, I'm getting all protective now. I'm worried about your cars because if you make that water differential too hot to the cold windshield, would the glass be pre-compromised and crack? Yeah, if you pour boiling water on a windshield, it will crack. But if you put... If you put hot water in a hot water bottle and then put it onto the windshield, it's fine. See, this is this is my point. I didn't want it to be too hot. So I turned it on like warm, but with a little bit of cold. You put ice cubes in the water bottle and then put the kettle on. It just came out as cold and then it set everyone back. So I tried to help. So that that was that was funny. Um, so like I've officially been branded an idiot at home. So that's good. Well, that doesn't sound like spousal abuse at all. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to, the twist was that you were going to be there with the like blocked up, fogged up windshield. So you couldn't see the fact that your partner's car had already disappeared. <laughs> so where, where oh. what are you doing? When, when are you going to pull away? Oh, I left 15 minutes ago. You're still at home. Yeah. Right? <laughs> nice of you to notice. Question is, question on everyone's lips. Did he make it to work in time? He did. Yeah, hey. he made it to he made it to the church on time. Every cloud, right? <laughs> Get me to the church on time. Does anyone know that song? I uh, know that's a reference that's lost on me. Feel free to expand. Yeah, it's lost on me too. Yeah, that's so sad. More more disappointing things from you guys. I was going to say email in with with a question and we'll answer what the what the song is or Megan will answer, but. Uh... Uh, speaking of emails. Yeah, we actually got contact from one of our listeners uh, who uh, is from America, I'm assuming. Um, she writes that uh, the reason some Americans don't travel far is because we are so big. Presumably she means the country, not just the people. Um, <laughs> personally, I've been to over half the states, but it can be challenging. For example, more people live in California than all of Canada, which even for me seems crazy. She's spot on. Thanks for writing in, Lily. Um Canada, I think, has a population of like 36 million now, and California for sure has 60-something. So, yeah, you're wow. right. That's just one state. So, um, there you go. I didn't know that. Did we mention before that, like, Americans don't tend to have travelled outside of America? Is that something we've talked about before? I was going to say, because the way we phrased it made it sound like a dig, whereas actually, like, it's actually a, like a, an, an insane mega plus that the country is so diverse and stuff in different places that you don't have to leave America to go somewhere else. 
like everyone loves to dump on America, but you know what? I like America. And let me tell you something awesome about it. You can ski there, you can surf there, there's desert, there's like tundra almost. Well, I guess there is actually in the in Alaska. Like you you know, without leaving your border, you can experience every geographical phenomenon on planet Earth. It's pretty cool. Although every natural disaster almost as well. So I mean every swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Tumbles and somersaults should be the new one. Well that was super cool. Thanks for writing in, uh Lily. Thanks for opening our eyes to uh, to the, how Americans are yeah. aren't as shit as we thought they were. I'm sorry, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I'm only joking. I love I love America. I would love to move to America, but they won't let you in. They won't let me in. No. There's actually a big Irish community in Boston. I reckon you'd fit right in in Boston. Yeah, you have to buy your own coffin for the coffin ships now. Fuck's <laughs> <For> sake. <laughs> What's going on with you, George? What have you been up to? You went, you went on holiday, didn't you? I, I um, I know I took, I, I had a long weekend, so I travelled on to Innsbruck uh, in Austria. It's the first time I've been to Austria in many, many a moon. So it was, um, yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I, I didn't have enough winter gear, and it's kind of just got a bit snowy. It's kind of gone from snowy to above freezing temperatures and then back down again. So all the snow's frozen into ice. So therefore, trying to hike there was pretty dangerous, but. Well, it felt pretty dangerous and sketchy to me, but uh, so I didn't get to do much hiking. Yeah, just listeners, George is wearing a fancy new hoodie or top or whatever you call that. So I guess he's been doing some shopping. I'm an adventurer now. Okay, I'm nearly sponsored by a company to go and walk outside. I'm loving it. It's good. I'm sponsored by McDonald's <laughs> to not walk outside. That's that's why you didn't get picked up by McDonald's, isn't it? <laughs> We digress. Anyway, we were talking about your holiday. Um, so, so did you buy that fleece in Austria, or did you have it always? Yeah, no, I I bought it there. I thought I better have something to come from my uh, my my journey. So everyone, guys, George is wearing a Patagonia fleece, and we were taking the royal make out of him earlier for it. But uh, it turns out that he didn't always just have it, but he recently bought it so we can rip the piss even more out of him. Yeah, what's so controversial about buying clothes whilst you're on holiday? This is this is an attack on... on... I don't really normally buy clothes, so I normally I just go around nude. The only clothes that I buy are underwear, usually. Because, you know, you're like, you bring your 14 pairs of underwear for your seven nights away, but you still manage to shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Pickle, Pickle does the opposite of shitting himself so much that he wears one pair every four days. It's uh, right way around. Yeah. Right way around, back to front, back to front, right way around, back to front. Well, there's well, the inside out components. You've got right way around, inside out. Inside, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Did I say back to front, right way around? <laughs> yeah. You can tell I'm not that person. I'm not that kind of person. Obviously, inside out, back to front, back to front, inside out, front way around. So who is your supplier of underwear, um, Megan? They've got to have like a massive global reach to be able to keep up with your demands, I guess. Like, you're probably talking Marks and Spencer or something? Or? Megan's secret. <laughs> <laughs> I wear single-use underwear. <laughs> oh, you can make your own out of like tissue. Make your own out of toilet paper. Uh, that is the best. <laughs> I've heard everything now. Have, have I told you about my um, my dating app idea? Is it like your secret Santa idea? Uh, it's by the same people. You mean you? 
Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it's fine. I'm trying to be more official. Uh, so I have, I, this hasn't really gone past a vague concept of an idea, but I think I've come up with an app for dating and i don't know if it's different to any other app i don't know whether this exists or whether this should exist so why don't you start from the beginning and go back a little bit for some of our listeners are of a vintage who don't have apps for dating i'd never used one of these things so could you like give us a little bit of background okay for anyone over 40 um in listening to it sorry that was a bit harsh. <laughs> uh, uh for anyone who doesn't know what dating apps are there are things you could put on your phone now called apps right and there are apps <laughs> for dating. What's a phone? <laughs> and, and, Do we need to go back that far, really? Oh, my God. An app is short for application. <laughs> yeah, there, there, are, there are a bunch of apps out there that people have designed for dating. For example, the most well-known one is probably Tinder, right? Where, you know, you, you look at pictures of people that they upload and then you swipe right and then... They, if if the other person swipes right on you, you match, and then you can talk. Oh, you mean like courting, going out, going out courting? You're not talking about radio carbon dating. Um, yeah, I'm with you now. Yep, yeah, yep. Radio carbon dating is only valid <laughs> up to a certain bunch of thousand years, anyway. So probably for dating is Tinder, where you oh, yeah. look at bits of people and you swipe right to say yes, you like them, or swipe left to say you know you don't like them. If you swipe right on someone and they swipe right on you, you match, and then you can talk. The next, the next kind of most popular one maybe is like Bumble or something where like it's similar concept, but if you match, then the, the female has 24 hours to message you and then you have 24 hours to message her and then, then you can talk after that. Um, but my idea, my idea, my, my concept of thinking is that like uh, with apps like Tinder, you can match with as many people as find you attractive. Um, and this means that all your attention is spread between all the different matches you have. And I think this might not be very conducive to dating because you may end up forgetting who you're talking to or forgetting what you talked about. <laughs> so my core concept of this app is that like, if you match with someone, they, it basically locks out everyone else and you can only talk to that person for 24 hours. And that means that that person has your full attention and they've got, you've got their full attention and there's, there's, no, there's no possible overlap with other conversations. And I think that would be very conducive to uh, getting to know someone on a, a, a more personal level. And that's it. What do you guys think? I, I think this is flawed. I think this is flawed because, let me see. So apparently, while female profiles had a matching rate of 10.5%, the match rate for the male profile was only 0.6%. Lesbians must be very successful. So these were some some statistics from uh, from a study that was done on Tinder. So uh, that girls get essentially ten times, well, nearly twenty times more matches than guys do. So that would be difficult if it timed out. I think you'd miss out. You you could miss out on a lot of matches if it timed out for twenty four hours. Maybe what if we we develop some sort of algorithm that works out. You put in what you like and what you don't like and what you would want and what you wouldn't want. And then it matches you with someone that should have similar answers. So you get like an actual quite a calculated match. See, I think when people include that information on their profile, you're going to swipe left or right anyway. Um, I mean, the downside of this app is immediately straight away that if you don't like the person that they've matched you with, you'll just end up leaving the app and going straight back onto Tinder again. So, I, honestly, I struggle, and, and this is this is a genuine um, disconnect in, um, I guess, generation because I I can't 
think of any reason why these are useful in any sense at all because you know i've always met people just doing stuff like you know engaging in a hobby or you know being in a library or a coffee shop or whatever like i'm not i'm no lothario my wife will definitely tell you that um but at the same time striking up a conversation with strangers is something i do all the time and um i you know i really like talking to people and i really like getting to know people so for me it just seems really organic i don't I can't, I can't see a use case for dating apps. We're in an age now where if someone approaches you, like a bald man approaches you in a coffee shop and says, hey, do you want to have sex with me? It'll be like, okay. <laughs> Would you mind if I put my penis in the lowest hole in your head? <laughs> for me, it's, it's more about, um, you know, just... You know, you don't go out looking to date. You just look for people to talk to, and then eventually, you know, you might want to, you know. I think we're in an age where people don't talk to each other anymore, though, in real life. Yeah, but I disagree because I also live in that age, and I strike up conversations to this day all the time. Like, if I meet someone on the street, I automatically think that if I engage with them in a conversation, I'm annoying them. Um, so I just try and avoid conversation generally where possible, or I'll just be quiet or apologetic or something. And then um, the other side of things as well is that, you know, I understand that women get approached a lot more than men in these kind of situations. So I feel like as a man approaching a woman, I feel like it's probably just, I feel like anything I say is just going to be harassment and unwanted. Well, it's worth noting that my wife, um, I didn't hit on her. She hit on me. Yeah. So, you know. That's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, there are, there are ser- support services for domestic abuse. I'll signpost them too. <laughs> She's gotten way more gentle over the years. It's only when I'm bad, bad now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's a, it's a, it's a concept. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was an idea I had. It wouldn't hurt to just talk to people. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's about re-educating people, but I don't know. That's, that's just, mm-hmm. just how I am. So I have a I have a very funny Tinder story actually. Um, it's it's actually kind of alarmingly disgusting as well. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Intercourse with Friends. We post episodes every Tuesday on all the major podcast platforms. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email on intercoursewithfriends at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at instagram.com slash intercoursewithfriends. Have a great week, guys. Until next time, see you next Tuesday.